Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the Aggie Coaches Show with Coach Craig Smith, brought to you by Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom, Cash Valley's Pizza and Craft Beer Authority, Macy's, Happy Shopping, Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, and by Locker 42, your source for Aggie apparel. Live from Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom, here's the voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerard. And welcome in. It's another edition of the Craig Smith Coaches Show. We are live here at Old Chicago, and boy, do we have a busy show to break down for you tonight. Uh, Craig Smith gets the night off, but we're back here uh, with David Ragland, uh, Brandon Uball, and uh, we got a chance to really break down uh, a lot of what's going on here with Utah State basketball. And oh, yeah. Man, I tell you what, we you know I want to talk about who you guys are and 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 some of the things that you guys bring to the table and, and kind of your background. But before we get going, Coach uh, Coach Raglan, hit me. Y- you and I talked a little bit before the game. I'm like, you feel good? I'm like, yeah, I feel, feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. Yeah. You know it's going to be a dogfight. That was a dogfight, yeah, and not just that win last night, but the win against Boise State, the win against UNLV. These last three games have been feel like Ali Frazier. And, uh, and you guys have come out on top on all three. What does it say about what you've seen from your team? Uh, I mean, you know, we've been able to – obviously, we, we got a resilient bunch. Uh, but, I mean, with all those teams that you just named, I mean, our league is really, really tough. Yeah. And all those teams are playing for something. Um, you know, so our, our team, we've been able to, to practice and have some really good practices. And I think guys have been locked in and locked in on the scouting report and – um, it's translating. You know, we're taking what we're doing every day in practice yeah. and we're taking it to the court. And, um, you know, we're able to – we have some good players, so some guys are stepping up and make some good plays. But um, they've been competitive, but our team has been tight-knit, working together on the same page and, and finding a way to win. And, and I think it's been really fun to watch – how guys have had different moments. I mean, I thought Nimi was just incredible in the first yes. half, yeah, he but he was. gets himself into foul trouble, yep. and then it, and then those first two or three minutes of the second half, the uh, the Sam Merrill show was just something else to yeah. watch. Yeah, that was good to watch. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I was joking with some guys over here. Just uh, you know, that's whenever you thank his his parents for having him, yeah. and you thank him for his heart <laughs> for his work ethic. You know, he he's just he's he's a uh, obviously you know him. Uh, scoring over 2,000 points in his time here. Yeah. And the work that he's put in and, um, you know, just how dedicated he is to the film room and, um, you know, the, the weight room, how he's changed his body over the past year and a half. And, um, you know, just the work that he's put in, you know, on the court and his attention to detail has, has really paid off. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, it's just good to let him yeah. be him. Um, you know, and, and even, you know, you credit D.A., uh, Diogo, and, and – the minutes that he played last night in Cuba, you know, he hadn't played in a while. And yeah. he stepped up, and I, th- I thought he played some, some really big minutes. But, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a team thing, you know, and I listened to Sam afterwards. You know, he credited his team, you know, for, um, you know, the accolades that, that he's been able to accomplish since he's been here. And, you know, that says a lot about him, but it says a lot about our team. And, and uh, even afterwards, uh, you know, once Coach, uh, you know, he, he said, hey, you know, Sam is over 2,000 points. The, the team went crazy in the locker room you yeah. know, for him and um, just says a lot about him as a leader and um, how he's prepared himself and, and just how he played last night. So a lot of people may not know this, but uh, Coach Ragland actually, and this was just two short years ago, 
you game planned against Sam Merrill when you were a coach at Valparaiso. Sure. So you, uh, when Utah State went to Valpo and, and uh, you got Utah State out there, but you've seen Sam as a sophomore, then coached him as right. a junior, and now yeah. as a senior. What, uh, what's been his, what, what really has jumped out to you about his development? Uh, you know, going into the game plan of, of playing against him um, at Valpo was just, you know, he was – he just really knew how to play. He knew how to – you know, pick his, his points in, in the offense, and he's really good, you know, coming off of ball screens. And at the time, you know, um, you know him and Kobe, um, you know, were majority of the offense. And, uh, you know, we, we knew he could really shoot it. Uh, you know, so we just wanted to, you know, try and apply pressure on him, and uh, it didn't work. He played well against us. Yeah. You know, I think the team at the time was on a long road trip, and we're at oh, the end of that miserable uh, road, road trip. trip. So, uh you know, I think a, a lot of fatigue played into, you know, uh, you know Valpo getting that win. But, um, you know, just seeing him, you know, again over the, the past, you know, sophomore, junior, senior, uh, when we got here as a staff, just knowing what his determination of, of wanting to get the Spectrum Magic back, yeah. wanting to have success and wanting to win games, um, and then just seeing his body just transform um, over the past year and a half and uh, – you know, he just he's a, he's a hard worker. He's determined, and um, you know, I just he's he's gotten uh, you know he's I guess you know like wine. He's gotten better with age. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he's just he's very very smart, and he's he's hard, hard working, and his hard work has paid off. Brandon Ubel, kind enough to join us, uh, graduate assistant for this Utah State team. He's hanging out with us as well. Uh, you played at uh, a really high level at Nebraska. Uh, your final year, you had uh, Coach Miles, and Craig Smith was an assistant. So you've known Coach for quite some time. Uh, and then I believe you played overseas for a little bit as well, correct? Yep. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what it's been like for you and your 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 run here in the last few months as a coach here at Utah State. Uh, it's been unbelievable. I mean – it takes a little bit of time to kind of transition from being a player and seeing the game as a player, yeah. adjusting to the game as a player, and then doing that as a coach. Um, so there's definitely been an adjustment period for myself. Uh, but the staff, the players, everybody around has made things so easy for me. You know, just being open to anything that I bring up, you know, or empowering me to to speak my mind a little bit and and that's really helped my development i think and uh and just that adjustment of becoming a coach and and less of a player you know the other thing too that i think is really interesting is there's a there's an army of support guys to make sure that these players are taken care of and uh more often than not you got the food bill it seems like (laughs) yeah yeah i'm i'm taking care of a lot of the meals for us uh both at home and on the road uh, that can be a challenge at times, trying to get guys to respond <laughs> and letting me know what they want for dinner or for a snack or something. Um, but it's, you know, it's been fun to do to do other things, like yeah. the things that, that they're behind the scenes, but they help you win. You yeah. know, like we've got to we got to take care of their academics. We got to, uh, you know, help them out with meals got to help them out with their stipends you know just all kind of different things um so that's been great to to be able to to see all of the sides of everything you've uh you know so you came from the uh the big 10 um how does the spectrum compare to some of the uh, places you played in back in the day (laughs) so interestingly when i was in nebraska uh, my first two years we were in the big 12 yeah and then we transitioned to the big 10 for my junior and senior year so I have played at Kansas. I've played at Texas, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Missouri, K-State, 
Indiana, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Purdue, like literally some of the most storied atmospheres and environments that you can. Um, so that was an unbelievable experience for me. But then coming here, um, I think our student section uh, is probably one of the best in the nation, honestly. Like just their creativity, <laughs> first of all, is some of the stuff that they say is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just their energy. They're there every night. It uh, doesn't matter if it's a 9 p.m. start on the Tuesday. You yeah. know, they're there. Um, so that's been awesome to see that, you know, that basketball in the state of Utah and it's particularly here at Utah State is so important uh, to this community. Coach Raglan, you've uh, you've been around for a minute. Uh, how, how, What's how, that supposed to mean? Well, I just you you you, you coached a few games. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's uh, how does this uh, how does this environment compare to some of the places? No, you've I, seen? I'd agree with with Brandon. I mean, I I remember the first day walking onto the court uh, once getting here on on campus, and uh, Coach Smith he he walked me to the you know we came from the tunnel locker room to the tunnel, and we walked to center court. He's like rags. He's like, can you believe from here? All the way to, you know, he's behind the goal now. Yeah. That's our student section. And I kind of looked at him like, Coach, I'm already here, man. Like, you don't need to <laughs> put a little extra on it. But, you know, when the, once the game started coming and, you know, the wind started coming and it it, it happened. I yeah. mean, that place is full. And uh, like, like Brandon said, it, it's been fun to, you know, watch them during times. And, and you know, being from Indiana and, um, you know, basketball is like you know yeah. it's crazy there yeah and uh being being a here in utah is very similar and you know having a crowd that has some knowledge uh there's times and and i know just recently some home games where it was time for our crowd to make some noise yeah. and help us out and they did it they were right on point um we found a sheet that the students get the other day and we were cracking up laughing i mean they were they're prepared but uh, it, it stacks up to any place that I, I've been, played. Uh, Wichita State was probably the best place that I, environment I've been in prior to, to coming here. And, and, I mean, it stacks Wichita up with that. Wichita State, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, that place is, is loud. Yeah. But as far as student section goes, I, I haven't seen anything like what we have. Uh, Brandon, from your standpoint and what you've seen and, and been around teams that have played at high levels against high-level teams – just how impressed are you with what you've seen out of the last few few games? Because you played really good opponents. Uh, you had to go on the road and beat a really good Colorado State team. Just how impressed are you with what you've seen from this squad? I mean, winning on the road, it doesn't matter where you're going. doesn't matter who you're playing. It's tough. Yeah. Like, um, and so with this stretch of games that we had, you know, it's tough for teams to come to us and win at home. And I think we've seen that. You know, what are we, 13-1, and one, I think, at home right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and – and on the flip side, like, it's been tough for us to win on the road, uh, just like anybody else. And to be able to beat a team like Colorado State that's been playing so, so well, they've won, I think, before last night, eight of their last nine. Yep. Um, and I, I'm i expecting them to continue that. And, uh, you know, to go in there and beat them in front of their crowd, which was also a great environment last night, um, you know, that's, that's just an unbelievable feat. And it's a lot of credit to – 
to our guys keeping their composure, you know, because right. things go go well and things go bad. And when things go bad, they didn't let it snowball, and, and they responded really well. Yeah. One thing I wanted to get your opinion on, too, because you, you played for Coach Smith as the assistant, not as the head coach. <laughs> yeah. is, is he the same guy? He's the same guy. Like, he's always been Coach Smith. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what his title's been on the court, off the court. He's always been Coach Smith. Um, obviously, his responsibilities have changed. Um, but, I mean, he's just – he's always been the same high-level energy, the same positivity, uh, willing to help out. Like, I don't know – he might have told the story before, but his first day at Nebraska, like, we had an individual workout, and we worked out. And then afterwards, he just wanted to, to get to know me a little bit, and I was up there for two hours in his office just talking to him he don't and and it it, granted part of that is coach smith just you know sometimes he can't shut up but uh but you know he like he genuinely cares about you know getting to know people and improving them on the court off the court and everything so that has not changed at all Mm, that's awesome well, all right, well, we got a, we got a cast of characters coming up here as we continue to recap these last three games and look ahead and get to know these guys a little bit more. Uh, we'll, we'll chat with a player who you may have seen on the sidelines, but you haven't seen on the court yet. I'm excited to chat with this young man. We'll tell you who that is next. You're listening to the Craig Smith Coaches Show on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Coaches show. Coach Smith has the night off. David Ragland, assistant coach, kind enough to join us. And you've seen this guy walking up down the uh, sidelines at the Spectrum, but you haven't seen him on the court yet. And I think we're all excited to see him next year. Marco Anthony, kind enough to join us, sitting out this year after the transfer. Uh, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. So, uh, you know, as a guy who's played at a high level um, and has, you know, played a lot of minutes, uh, you know, all, you know, from. From a kid on, how tough has it been to have to sit back and, and watch this year? Um, I've seen the positive out of it, which is just getting better each day. And yeah. I've kind of called this like my Kobe year. Oh, just nice. Working hard and just uh, making my game the best it can be. So. Well, that's good. I mean, it, to keep a positive attitude and sitting back and watching and learning, um, you know, obviously that's a great perspective to have during this year. And so talk us through what what, what have you learned and what have you been able to to, to – to, to work on and improve your game on um well really picking up like the different the different kind of coaching that coach smith has here than where i came from just uh the pace he wants us to play at and the calls that he makes and just um just different stuff like that and just becoming better off of it um i've uh you know and coach raglan you can jump in on this one too i i, I haven't watched a lot of the practices but I have heard that that Marco's made this team better just by challenging these guys in practice game or you know practice in and practice out. Well, you know that's part of 
I think about you asked a question about our team and, you know, how we've been so resilient. And Marco's done a great job of just with the game prep, you know, yeah. playing whoever we need to play on the other team and uh, getting fouled a lot <laughs> and letting us foul him. But uh, him and, and Carson and, you know, Cuba's done a, a really good job here. And, uh, you know, all, all our, our scout team guys, uh, Roe, has done a really, really good job like getting our guys prepared. And he's been a, a big part of it. And, um, you know, I would say, you know, Marco's worked really hard. He's one of the hardest workers I've, I've ever, been, ever been around. And, you know, that's not saying it because he's here. That's that's the truth. And uh, he's really done a good job of, of embracing what we do here. Um, you know, and uh, I think the, the biggest growth that he's made is, has been – making people around him better. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we already knew that he was a, a really good individual player and able to, you know, get the spots. And, um, you know, he's he's a problem in the open floor. You know, coming at you full speed, uh, he's winning, you know, a lot of times out of that. But I think he's done a really good job with, you know, setting his teammates up around him and getting them shots where they can be successful. And, um, you know, his, his growth has been really, really good on the basketball side because he's been really open to improving and getting better every day. What's it like? Uh, because as a transfer, you're not allowed to travel with the team mm-hmm. as you sit out the year. Uh, how difficult is it to sit back and, and watch these guys that you've developed really good friendships and you have to sit at home and watch a game as emotional as the game was like last night? Well, um, me and the managers usually have a, a watch party. Yeah. Whether it's the manager's house or the locker room. And um, I'm not the only one going through it because we're all like emotional through it. So. Yeah, they really keep me sane through yeah, all of it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, you grew up in Texas. Mm. Um, what was that like, and uh, and and when did you learn the to develop the passion for the game that you have? Um, well, I played basketball my whole life. Really, my dad introduced me to it when I was three. But when I got to high school, because before I was playing football and basketball, yeah. and then I came to high school, and my coach was like, "You want to be on this varsity team? You got to get into the weight room." So. Um, not just that, but also you got to come in early mornings, get some shots up, and that really instilled, like, the hard work that I have. Was there a moment or was there a game or was there, like, a particular season where you really felt like, wow, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I might be able to uh, get my school paid for uh, by playing this game. Um, well, my freshman year, uh, I thought I was going to have to fight for, like, I was thinking about JV and stuff yeah. like that, and then I ended up starting the whole season, and not just starting, but I was scoring in double figures. So after that, I was like, "Dang, I'm pretty good at this." So, <laughs> yeah, especially with the hard work too, that confidence started rising, and then I just really believe that this is what I want to do with my life. So when you decide to when you decide to transfer uh, from Virginia, what was it about Utah State that made you feel like this is where I want to finish my collegiate career? Well, Coach Smith uh, recruited me at when he was at uh, South Dakota. And some of my friends back home, they went to South Dakota and played for him. So when I was in the transfer portal, Coach Smith reached back out. And then I asked my friends about him. He was like, whatever he's saying, he's being completely honest with you. He's not lying. Um, all that he talks, that's what he's about. So what he was saying was really good. So I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, And then you get here. And uh, what, what what's it been like here at Utah State for you? Oh, it's been great. Um, I've already established a brotherhood with everybody on the team. We all... Uh, together there's no clicks or anything like that we're all just a big old family so 
Is that is that unique? I mean, Coach Ragland. I mean, that there's. I mean, every every year it's going to be a little different in a locker yeah. room. But I know that that's something as close as that team was last year. I know For sure. Coach Smith and and you guys were really really careful in making sure everybody that you brought in would buy into the culture of that right. locker room. Right. I mean, it, it's unique. I mean, you know, sometimes I, I think it's just um, human nature where you yeah. know people just gravitate to certain individuals, and you know, this is unique in a, in a way where. I think there's enough similarities with everyone we have in the program, how much they care about basketball, how much they also compete in the classroom and off the court, um, you know, just how much of a work ethic it is. You know, just coming from the gym with my son, there was guys in the gym on an off day, yeah. you know. So I think when you have those kind of similarities, um, it brings you closer and, and we're all in it together. And, you know, I, I say it all the time, you know, and, and Brandon talked about it earlier, you know, every good organization starts at the top, you know, and, and Coach Smith has, you know, and Marco even just said it, he's consistent. You know, he has the same approach, you know, his energy, you know, how he goes about his business is the same. And as he goes, everyone else goes and it kind of trickles down. So I think, you know, our guys are like that. They're consistent in their approach uh, with their attitude. Um, so there's a lot of consistency and, and there's a lot of uh, continuity with all that. Marco, tell us a little bit about your game. If people haven't had a chance to watch you play, what do you feel like your strengths? Uh, what do you feel like you bring to the table uh, as, a, as a player? Well, people love to ask me what position I play. Uh, is it like the one, the two, what is it? And I'm just a basketball player. Um, yeah. I feel like whatever position coach needs me to be, whatever spot needs to put me in, that I could be successful at and help the team at it. So um, that's really a big strength of mine and just vision too. As Coach said, uh, Coach Rags just said about getting my teammates better, finding them in the right spots, stuff like that. Just the uh, IQ of the game is a really big part of mine. You know, it's funny. Oh, and he sorry. can defend too. He he'll love, he'll leave that part out. He can defend. He causes a problem like for some of our guys, and and it's really I, I've it's heard, made, I've it's heard made about our this, guys a, a lot better with you know going against pressure and somebody that's really going to heat them up. So it, that's. That's a part. You can't leave that out. Yeah, I'll put some people in jail sometimes. So, yeah. I, I got to imagine there's probably some teammates like, I, I'm, 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 I want him to go against to other people, yeah, not, not on us. You need yeah. to car somebody Yeah, else. exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, the other thing, too, that – and I'll let people behind the scenes a little bit. On a game day, you have your, your shoot around a little bit, and then uh, the guys kind of leave, and then the guys that are sitting out, um, you work with them, mm-hmm. and you put them through the ringer. Um, yeah. And, and I've seen you, you know, work Marco out and Liam McChesney out. And I will say this, the future of Aggie basketball looks really good because yeah. Liam's going to be great. Marco here is going to be an incredible player for this team. Yeah. But, uh, but Marco, what, what are some of those moments like? Because it looks like Coach here likes to try to rough <laughs> you guys up a little bit. Yeah, he tries. He tries to, <laughs> he tries to break that mental, that mental part of your, uh, in your head. So what you got to do is you just got to all stick together and, just really create your own energy off of it and we have a thing where it's just get better yeah just get better every day uh just make sure that whatever you're doing you're giving it 100 percent, and just um not making any excuses about it and just becoming a better player and so coach rags really helps with that and uh it just made us all it makes us all better basketball players at the end of the day because it's got to be you know if if you're not going to play that night you know you you want them to get yeah. get a workout in and, and and you do that essentially we talk about that's their game you know so 
Um, that's their game day yeah. is, you know, going out there and being the best that you can. And, you know, as a staff, we, we feel like, you know, we're going to make practice and, and workouts harder than the game. You know, yeah. so when you go into the game, you're already prepared and, and you're kind of more in a comfort zone whenever you, you play in the game. Um, you can't all the way emulate it, but you want to try and get it as tough as, as you can. And a lot of it is the mental part. You know, we tell these guys, like, there's only one person to stop you from being great, and that's yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and Marco has the right mentality. He's got a championship mentality. He does a really good job picking up Liam and Carson in the workouts and, and getting their minds right and getting them to, to go at their absolute, you know, best. And, you know, I think they, they've definitely – I can see growth in all of their games. Um, you know, but it's just the same way that when we came in here, you know, those guys that, that were already here that we inherited allowed us to coach them. And these guys, they've allowed us to, to push them out, outside of their comfort zone, and it's made them better. Uh, Marco, when you're, uh, you know, we, we always want to get to know you a little bit as a student athlete. Uh, when you're away from the game a little bit, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Uh, you know, what's a, what's a day in the life of uh, Marco Anthony like? Well, I live with five other uh, five of the other guys that's on the team. And, oh yeah. Uh, if we're not playing basketball, we're all just chilling back at the crib. So uh, that's really it. Um, Very entertaining. Yeah. It yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. It it sounds like oh y'all just chilling all the time. So it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> there's something going on. Yeah. There's a lot. What do you uh, have you decided on a major? Anything in particular you're working towards? Uh, political science. Oh, nice. Yeah. Great political science program up at Utah State mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, proud graduate from that program as well. So good stuff, man. Well, hey, we're excited to see you out there. I know everybody's uh, really looking forward to seeing you on the court. Thanks for stopping by. It's a great conversation, great getting to know you, and uh, can't wait to see you on the court next year. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. Marco Anthony right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Take a quick break. Come back. We'll continue to talk to the coaching staff as uh, we get you ready for a big one against Fresno coming up on Saturday and also kind of talk more about what goes on behind the scenes at this Utah State basketball team on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome all back. You're listening to the Craig Smith Coaches Show right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, so we had a uh, we had a question during the break. And by the way, uh, Ajay's got a wireless mic. So you got a question, raise your hand. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can quiz the coaching staff as much as you'd like. Uh, ask all the tough questions that uh, Coach Ragland would yell at me for asking him. So uh, it's all right. I like it. And so if you got a question, raise your hand. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but we did have a question about officiating, uh, and, and and I don't. Like, I'm not going to get you into trouble. Don't worry. But but you had a game against Boise State where uh, you know you take two steps and they're going to call a foul. Yeah. And then you had a game last night where it was just a drag out fight and you shot four free throws on the night and uh, they weren't calling anything. Right. Uh, and, and it was pretty even, I thought. Yeah, no, for the I, most part. Uh, last night, I mean, they just I thought it was. They were swallowing their whistle on everything. I don't know if they had flights that they needed to catch or something, <laughs> but which is fine. But as a coach, is there a do you prefer one or the other? Nah, I mean, last night the game by, went by quick. Yeah, like we were at the ten minute mark in the first half, and no time. I'm like, wow, this is going by quick. But you know, it's it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, there's there's some controllables that you have. You know, so you just have to control what you can control, and that's effort and attitude. So. Go out there and play, like, you you know, and it's funny. I know, uh, you know, Coach Smith says it all the time. Like, you, you pick one. You know, yeah. you're going to play, you're going to ref, you're going to coach. Uh, you can't do 
all three. Yeah. You know, so our guys are just going to go out there and play. We're going to prepare them the best we can. And if they're calling it tight, then we'll adjust if we need to. And if they're not, then we're going to be aggressive. We're going to play an attack. So it's just it's part of it. You know, it's part of basketball. And it's, you know, it, you know, officials are human too. And they're going to – how they see it, how they're going to call it. And, you know, it, it's – all of it is – depending on who you are you know it yeah you know they're not going to make anybody happy they're you know the officials they don't have it i couldn't do it there's no way i could i wouldn't uh but i i thought it i thought it was fair you know last night and um again even boise state you know but at the end of the day we're not gonna hang our hat on how the officiating is we're just gonna prepare and play ball the way we know how to do it i just think it's interesting and brandon is a player you go from in the span of 72 hours play yeah. one game which <laughs> and it's called this way and then it's just called completely different the yeah. next game and how how is that as a player to try to handle something like that uh it, it can be tough but you know you just kind of have to as the game goes on you kind of feel that that kind of stuff out you know if they're calling everything you just understand that they're calling everything and and you have to adjust your style of play to that and if they're not calling anything you also you know on that same token you got to adjust your style so it can be tough but you can pretty much figure that out within the first couple <laughs> minutes of how the game might be uh might be called and sure. you know players and coaches kind of got to adjust to that as well so one thing i will say like i think our guys have done a, an unbelievable job like the last game against colorado state just walling up like we're yeah, not yeah. coming down on shots. We're not putting our hands on drivers. Like we have gotten better, I think, just from Boise, because we did have our hands in quite a bit, and and we did kind of swing on some shots. And I thought we did a really good job, and we didn't foul. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, games like games like Boise where they do call everything kind of force you to look at it and say, well, you know, what are we doing wrong here? And we kind of corrected a few things, and that was good to see. You're hearing from uh, David Ragland and uh, Brandon Ubell uh, from this uh, Utah State uh, staff. Uh, Coach, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, when you play those dynamic guards, and you've seen a couple of them. Uh, but last night, I mean, Sanders, or uh, he's going to be a problem for a while oh, in the is. Mountain West Conference. He's, he's, he's only a, really a freshman. Good, yeah. uh, Moore's a problem. I mean, those yeah. guys are electric. Yeah. Uh, and I thought for the most part, you know, uh, they got their shots yeah, and, they uh, and they got some looks, but but you got stops down the stretch, and I thought were really important. Right. How difficult is it to game plan against? Because you've got big, strong, you know, lengthy guards. They've right. got small, really speedsters. Yeah. And it was fun seeing that battle go back and forth. And, and that's what it is. You have, to, you have to see where your advantage is. And if you're taller and longer, then they have to shoot over bodies. And yeah. that's what we want them to do. Um, you know, the hard part is keeping them in front yeah. in order to do that. But they got the spots. I think they got downhill. They got some, some jumpers in the mid-range area. That were that were just tough shots. I mean, they're they're a really good team. I mean, we have a lot of respect for Colorado State and what they're doing, and um, the, the way they recruited and the way they're playing. Um, you know, it, it is it is tough to defend and and the control, uh, but you know, we just try to keep them off balance and try to keep them in front and take make them take tough contested shots and do our best to block them out and leave them to one shot and, and then they're done. But, uh, they have a really good team, and, I mean, you know, the, the players that they have, they're going to be in the league for a few years, and they're going to be uh, a tough out uh, every single time you play them. we got a question here behind you. Go ahead, sir. Hey, what's going on, Coach? Hey, how's it going? 
uh, real quick, uh, back to the topic of questionable officiating. <laughs> is that something you could actually practice for? You know, like setting the guys up? Well, if you, not if you ask Marco, he's, a, he's got questionable officiating every practice because myself, Coach Petey, Coach Hanson, we have to officiate. And it goes back to you can either coach, officiate, or play. And we don't officiate very well. So probably I would say it goes back to what we were talking about with the workouts. Yeah. Our practices are tougher than the games because we don't call many fouls. And we probably fouled way too much. Uh, but, no, they, like, like Brandon said, you know, I think all times you got, you got to look in the mirror and see what you can do better. And, I mean, there, there's been some times where we've been, we were handsy um, in a way that it's illegal, you know, and other times when we got to – you know, do a better job walling up, which we I thought we did against Colorado State. Um, to summarize it, though, if you're a scout, you're not going to get any calls. <laughs> that's that's a fact. <laughs> you're not even going to deny it. Huh? Yeah, I, I can't deny that. No. Oh, that's great. Any other questions? Raise your hand. We'd love to hear from you uh, and ask ask the staff. We got another one coming all the way down here. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I just want to know how healthy we are going. Right now, because I see Abel Porter put on his back thing every game. Yeah, how healthy are we? Oh, we're feeling pretty good. I, I think at once you get to the mid point of the season, all the way to the end, I don't think any team in the country is 100. Uh, percent You know, you have some knickknack injuries, but uh, nothing where anyone's sidelined um, or out, which is is good. I know. Knock on wood, please, everybody. But uh, you know. I, it's just all that stuff is it's just maintenance. Um, you know, he's he's older, he's married, so we just gotta maintain <laughs> his old married body. Uh, but but he's he's been a lot better. You look at him even last night and he made some some plays that he was making before uh his back was really, you know, bothering him. Um and I think most of our guys are kinda gravitating toward um really healthy, but I mean, it's just maintenance stuff right now. But it is the dog days of February for a reason. Right. I for mean, sure. it's, you, everybody's a little banged up yeah, for sure. I think every team everywhere is a little banged up. Yeah. As uh, long as it doesn't keep you out, you go out there and play. You talk about, uh, you talk about uh, Abel. And, and, Brandon, I want to get your opinion on this. I, I, I didn't watch you play back in the day, and so I don't know what the free throw percentage was. <laughs> but – it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was. I'm not. I, I won't. Humble brag, but yeah, you know, whatever. You, you know what? Just flat out brag all you want. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're up by one, and he's stepping up to the free throw line, and it's a one and one. Like, if he misses, Colorado State can go right down there and try to hit a game-winning shot, and he calmly sinks both of them. And he hadn't shot a free throw all night. In fact, only Sam had made two yeah. earlier. Um, and so Seconds earlier. He's just seconds earlier, yeah. So – so to step up to the line and calmly make two, you're shooting right into the student body. They're going crazy. Yeah. How difficult is that as a player, and, and how, how impressed were you by Abel's calmness in making those shots? I think that comes with, you know, Abel's been impressive in clutch situations, from my understanding, obviously, last year, yeah. Yeah. and that's continued into this year. Um, you know, so he's a senior. He's been through it. He's hit big shots on the road. And he just stepped up there, and it didn't matter probably if he was 0 for 10 from the free throw line going in. Like, he was going to make those two. 
because in that moment, you know, that's what he feels like he can do for us. And, and he does, and he does that pretty consistently. So, like, for a guy like Abel, he does that so much in practice. He does it every day in, in games and all the time. So he is just an impressive guy from that standpoint because he just – it doesn't matter how things are going. He's steady. Yeah. Coach, how, and I know you guys do this, but I, do you work to try to replicate pressure in practice as much as possible? As much as we can, yeah. yeah. We, we do situations a lot, um, you know, whether it's our end outs or press breakers or, you know, side, side outs, whatever it may be. Uh, we just try to emulate the game as much as we can and put them in situations that they're going to be facing whenever it is. Yeah. You, know, you, you never know what game it is, but you got to practice it in order to – kind of put yourself there and we'll do we do it as much as we can well and i don't want to i don't want to bring up any bad memories but i think last night um you had a late run and it wasn't quite like the boise state situation right. but but you know there was some there was some mistakes made in boise but i thought yeah. you guys handled yourself so well yeah. in those pressure situations that i think I'll, you know coach uh, beckert has a great line that i think he stole from Stu moral and i'm sure Stu had it from a bunch of other people if you're not winning you're learning yeah, you know, for sure. And uh, 100%. And, and from the Boise State game, it seemed like you guys learned a few lessons on how to close out a game. And, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I think that was a, a great experience. I, I think life, you know, throws things at you. And I think, you know, basketball is, is a direct correlation with life. And at the end of the day, you know, that's what we're doing for these young men. Like, like get preparing them for life and, yeah. and getting them ready to be successful, you know, husbands and fathers down the road. And, and until you go through a certain situation, you don't, you may not know how to how to attack it. Yeah. You know, and the Boise State game that we, <laughs> you know, everybody knows what happened. <laughs> uh, it it got us prepared for games that we've won here recently that have been tight, and especially Colorado State. So you know, I love that line. I'm gonna steal it as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's been passed on to. From coach to coach to coach, so I, I love that line. Uh, you got uh, you got four more games left here in the regular season. Yeah. Down the down the stretch, um, uh, it seems like you guys are peaking. I mean, playing some really good basketball. <clears throat> right. Still, obviously, some improvements to be made, but you got to feel good on where this team is right now. Yeah, no, we do. You know, I, I think there's two ways when when teams get to this this point. You know, either they're at a point where you know it's been a long season, they don't really like each other. You know, they're ready to be done. And yeah. I think you have teams that, you know, they, they realize the hard work that they put in, you know, the summer before, the fall, uh, preseason, all the practices, and, and they're excited about, you know, what they have left. And I think, you know, guys like Abel and Sam and, and Diogo, they, they see the end, and, and they are looking at every moment like, this is the last time I'll play at Colorado State. This is the last time I'll play at, you know, X school against X school. And they're looking forward to it. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that they've had in their mind and they talked to Coach about when he got the job was, you know, goals that they had for this program, um, you know, when, when Coach got here. And I think like, they're determined to, to see it through and, and they're going to do whatever it takes to, to make it happen. Well, I, I got a text from the uh, Colorado State play-by-play guy, and he said, uh, on behalf of the uh, of all the Rams everywhere, they congratulate Sam Merrill on his senior season, and they never want to see him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, he's, he's played ra- decently yeah. well there. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he's he's been, I think, a problem to a lot of different people, and it goes back to even Valpo. He's a problem 
for us, you yeah. know, when when I was there. But uh, yeah, I, I would probably second that if I was <laughs> him too. Uh, he's played well there, and, and there's been other places that he played well. But um, you know, knowing who he is and how he's built, um, you know, we feel like that will continue. Well, we've got uh, one more segment coming up. We'll get your thoughts on Fresno coming up, uh, what to expect from the Bulldogs. It's been a while since you've yes, seen that team, yes. <laughs> uh, since all the way back to early December. We'll talk about that coming up next. Wrap the show up live here at Old Chicago. You're listening to the Craig Smith Coaching Show uh, from Learfield IMG College. All right, wrapping up another edition of the Craig Smith Coaches Show. Let's go back in the uh, back in the uh, DeLorean, 88 miles an hour, and go back to December 7th. And uh, Utah State, Fresno State in the spectrum. Aggies got the seven-point victory in overtime. Mm-hmm. Fresno had a late second heave uh, to get it into overtime. But, uh, but you guys pull away in the overtime period. Uh, it's a team that, frankly, they haven't had the season they, that they really have wanted from a win-loss record standpoint. But certainly a talented team that can give you guys all kinds of fits if you're not careful. No, absolutely. They're, they're a good team, and they're better than the record shows. Um, I, we have a lot of respect for, you know, who they are and what they do. And, um, you know, I, I know we all know where – I mean, their, their coach came from San Diego State, and, and he's hard-nosed and, you know, defensive-minded. And, uh, you know, the teams always take on the personality of their head coach. Yeah. And, um, you know, every game that we play with them – has been a tight game, yeah. You know, uh, with what they did at home against us last year, yeah. uh, with that the last, you know, with the last second shot, close to the last second shot, um, you know, going to their place and Quinn hitting a, a big three, huge three, yeah. <laughs> late, um, and then you know, overtime, you know, whenever we played them this yeah. year, so they they've been tight games. I think this game will be a tight game, and um, you know, they have a lot of talent. Um, you know, they haven't quite found themselves probably is is why the record is where it's at but they're a lot better than the record ind- indicates um being able to uh, i mean you guys have played three games in six days mm-hmm. um having an extra day you know instead of playing wednesday right. and saturday having that wednesday yeah. to kind of recuperate that's got to be huge for this team absolutely i mean you know at this time of the year you know you talk about the dog days of february i mean anytime you can get any kind, I mean, even if it's a day, yeah. you know, that, that means a ton. And, um, you know, uh, the ability for us to, <clears throat> excuse me, get back last night um, and not have to travel today, yeah. um, you know, is, is huge. And then be able to go through our routine today and, and guys actually get a, a full day off, um, you know, all, all that, that helps for recovery and then leads up into our prep, you know, for uh, Fresno. Brandon, how impressed were you the fact that you played your third game in six days and Colorado State had a full week off? I mean, people forget they, yeah. they're coming off a bye week where they've they've had a full week and you guys had already had two games under your belt. You had to be impressed with how these guys handled themselves. That's definitely probably one of the most, uh, the most impressive parts of that win is that not only we did we have those three games, but the teams that we played in that stretch. Yeah. You know, UNLV, Boise, Colorado State, that, you know, we're all right there in the standings. Like, we're all really good teams, and, and we were fortunate enough to come out on top. But like you said, to, to have those quick turnarounds and then that last one to be on the road, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's tough. And uh, like we said earlier, like coming up Saturday, you know, that's only three days. 
and it's another road game and it's never easy to win on the road so we basically have to bring the same mentality we did last night uh on saturday yeah i mean coach there's no letting up now i mean that's that's the thing you gotta you you can't relax just because you got a big road victory and you're playing a team that's sub 500 absolutely they're still more than capable of knocking you off no they they can and and you you, we just have to be prepared and we have to be business-like and 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 do what we've been doing you know i i I think the common theme has been um you know just that our team we're everyday guys you know and and our whole goal from a moment of getting here is getting better every single day and we're going to go into tomorrow's practice and we're going to get we're going to be the best we can be tomorrow yeah um keys to the game what do you need to do against fresno uh we'll have to defend the, the three for sure yeah uh, grimes is really good so we'll have to make sure we're, we're blocking out keeping guys off off the boards and, and limiting you know second chess opportunities they they get 16 uh, they're 16th in the country in their point distribution coming from three they get nearly 40 percent of their total points yeah. from me on the three-point line that they kind of live and die with that three <laughs> they don't do they? so they, they can get it going and and you know we're gonna have to make them take contested threes and then, you know, long shots, he could long rebounds, so we'll have to block him out, track him down, and then see what we have on the offense team. Gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. This uh, was awesome. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Scotty. Uh, Brandon Ubell, uh, as well as uh, David Ragland, kind enough to join us as we uh, get you ready for Fresno State coming up on Saturday, and you'll hear it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been the Aggie Coaches Show with Coach Craig Smith, brought to you by Ford. Go further. H&R Block. Block has your back. New York Life. Be good at life. And by Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom. Cash Valley's Pizza and Craft Beer Authority. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.